Welcome to the Urology Coding and Reimbursement Podcast, where we help urologists and staff achieve peak economic and practice efficiency so there is time and energy to focus on patient care and a happy life. I'm your host, Scott Painter, with my co-hosts, Mark Painter and Dr. Ray Painter. Welcome to episode 11 of the Urology Coding and Reimbursement Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Painter, here with my co-host, Mark Painter, and today we have a Brent Stutzman, uh, he's a marketing expert, and we want to ask him a little bit about uh, what do you what do you want your website to do, and kind of what are the things you need on your website. So I'm going to let Brent tell us a little bit more about himself, and then uh, we'll get started. Hey, well, thanks, thanks for having me on your podcast, and uh, I hope I hope this episode will be able to serve your listeners well. Yeah, I um, I've come to realize that most healthcare workers. Uh, doctors, therapists, chiropractors, they open up a private practice to really kind of do two things. One, to help more people. They want to increase their impact on people's lives and also just to make more money, just to become more financially (laughs) independent. But the problem is, is that they often lack business and the marketing skills to generate growth and attract new clients. And so that's where I come along and I help private practices. Me and my team, we create kind of a business growth plan And then we implement a marketing strategy so they can enjoy that freedom of having a pipeline of new clients coming into their practices to have that financial independence that they want. And also more, I think more importantly, that satisfaction of becoming the number one trusted private practice in their community. So we do that lots of different ways when it comes to digital marketing, but that's kind of in a nutshell what I do here with my team at Brand Your Practice. Uh, It's excellent. So I think uh, one of our thing, one of the things are, you know, we get asked a lot is, you know, what what should I? What are the most important things to put on my website? Yeah, well, I'll tell you this: there's a lot of uh, a lot of doctors, a lot of people put really unimportant things on their websites. I uh, one thing you don't want to put. I'll put this out there. I, I was working with a client, and he thought it was really important to blog um, about his cat. And they have nothing to do with cats and is actually something completely different. And I said, you want to be able to put content on your, on your site that's actually going to serve people. And so uh, the first thing, I'll, I'll kind of walk through sort of what's, what you should at least put on your homepage. Let's just start with your homepage because that's what everybody goes to. They, everyone comes to your website because they have a problem. And so you want to make sure that you are addressing the problems that you solve for those people right away. And so uh, I am, I'm a certified story brand guide. And Donald Miller, who wrote the book, uh, Building a Story Brand, he talks about having a grunt test. Does your website, does the header pass the grunt test? And you should be able to, let's just say if Starbucks is actually reopening in your state at this time, and you go to and you open up your laptop and you turn it to a stranger and you say, okay, can you grunt out for me these three things when I show you, show you my website? Can you, can you tell me what is it that I do, how it can actually help somebody make their lives better, and what they need to do to either buy it or learn more about it? And if you can't do that within, I would say, just three seconds, then you're losing the people. They're, they're going to bounce away from your site. And... I can't tell you the amount of times I've been to private practice websites, just any website in my clients, and they have pictures of the Chicago skyline 
but they're like an engineering firm or they're like a florist. You know, it's like mm -hmm. you don't sell boat tours of the skyline, right? You know, <laughs> um, or you're not, in, um, you're not into real estate or they'll have pictures of people walking through the fields. And um, are you in the art, you know, and, and they might be, um, let's just say they might be an engineering firm. They have nothing to do with people walking through the fields, holding on the flowers and things like that. So you want to be able to have on that header a couple things. One is it, sorry, one is it that, what is the problems that you solve? You need to have a clear call to action on that, on that, on that header and on your homepage so they know how to do business with you. You need to be able to talk about the problems you solve and your images, and I'll talk about this a little bit more, but your images have to reflect success. And you want to be able to make sure that in that header, when someone comes to your website, that your ideal client, and we do this a lot, we work with people, with doctors, and, and say like, who's your ideal client? Because you want people who are your ideal client on your website. So if someone lands on your website, they're like, okay, I'm in the right spot. So number one, they gotta pass that grunt test. Um, and I would also say on that header, the second thing I would say is, going back to that image, is that you want smiley, happy people on your website. And sometimes it has to be stock photos, which is okay. If you can get real life photos, maybe from even people in your office, that's even better. But you want that ideal client that you want to reach, you want either it's demographic or uh, age, gender, whatever it might be. You want them smiling because that's the, that is what you want people to do after they interact with your products and services. They want smiley, happy people. So have that on your header. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> I would also I was, say, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say that, uh, you know, in looking at, you know, a lot of the websites, you know, for, for urologists, you know, if you're looking at uh, somebody that specializes in vasectomies, you probably want the, you know, the younger male smiling and that's right. <laughs> as opposed to if you're focusing on uh, older and, uh, you know, the older patient with, uh, you know, BPH or, you know, something like that, you want the patient reflecting that. So that makes a lot of sense. I mean, that's just kind of, yeah. that seems kind of lo very logical, but. I don't see a lot of people doing that. So that's right. And you probably even want the word vasectomy right there, right? Like a lot of times they won't, they won't have anything. And if they do, they have a lot of tiny, tiny fine print in which nobody, you know, nobody's going to read. So, um, I mean, that's another thing we could talk about is the ideal client and what you should have, you know, how do you actually figure out that ideal client? But that the third thing I think is really important is a clear call to action. People, people won't do, how do I say this? Like they need to follow, you need to lead them. Like you need to tell them what the next step is. Either that schedule appointment, uh, um, schedule a free consultation or something like that. You just need to tell them what to do. A lot of the times we just assume that people know what the next step is and we can't assume that. Um, <laughs> you know, if you assume that you're going to lose and a lot of times you just don't have a clear colorful button that says, schedule that appointment. And that's just missing from a lot of websites. You have to tell people what to do next. Um, that also comes into the fourth thing I was going to talk about on having on your homepage. It's just a clear plan. You have a clear call to action, but you also need to have a plan in place. So a lot of my clients, I'll say, just keep it very simple. Uh, step one is just call that act, schedule an appointment. Step two will create a treatment plan for you. And then step three, you can get back to your life or whatever it might be, whatever success looks like. 
just having a clear three-step plan in your website is going to take a lot of the ambiguity out of the way of like, what do I actually do? What does treatment actually look like? And you don't want to overburden them with too many steps. I like to use this um, illustration is uh, like, have you ever bought a house before? Yeah. And how many steps are into buying a house? (laughs) Oh, uh, yeah, many, many, many steps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, you're overwhelmed even thinking about it. Right. And so imagine if, if I was a realtor and I would say, all right, Scott, you know, here's the thing. I'm going to help you find a home. Here's, here's how we're going to do it. We're going to sit down. I'm going to get to know you and kind of get to know your dreams and what your home, your dream home is going to look like. Step two, we're going we're gonna to pick three homes and we're going to go look at them. And then step three is we're going to pick one of those homes put a bid on it. I'm going to get you a great deal. And then you can get on with your life and with your family. Now that's a, that's a good clear three-step plan. Now, if I was a realtor and I came to you, all right, there's 57 steps to mm-hmm. buying a home. I'm going to walk you through each one, right? You're going to lose them, right? They're going to bounce up. You know, they're not going to, totally. you're not going to, you're going to lose that sale. So just to keep it very, very, very simple, a three-step plan. I would say the next important thing you need to have on your homepage are testimonials. People are valuing social proof testimonials more than anything right now. And I'll tell you, Amazon has taught us how to shop. If you go to an Amazon product page, the first thing, actually, when you're just searching for any product, what do you do? You first look at the stars, and then you look at how many reviews there are, and then you actually make your next decision based on that. Hmm. So people are heavily waiting their purchasing decisions from social proof, how many stars that you have. So you need to have testimonials on your homepage of what people that you've helped and what success looks like, because people will trust, they will trust the words of your clients almost more than you. (laughs) (laughs) So um, that's, that's kind of the top five things. You got to pass that grunt test, get your header images, right? Get a clear call to action button on your homepage. Um, uh, have a clear plan laid out and then have some testimonials. And now here's the bonus. Here's the bonus one. I've been able to scale my client's private practice faster than anything else when they use video. If you can do video on your website, either that you pulled up your cell phone or you actually get it professionally done and you talk about your, pl- your process, you talk about your plan, you talk about how you can solve people's problems. Video is the quickest way for someone to know, like, and trust you. And I've been able to scale private practices who invest in the video faster than anything else. It's just been amazing. They will choose you because a lot of times the biggest barrier for someone making a healthcare decision of who to work with, if they have to make that decision, which doctor to go with, is uh, they don't know if it's going to be a good fit or how do I know? Do I even like them? Do I even trust them? Video is so, it it just cuts right through all that. So, um, that's kind of like a bonus. If you can invest in video, that is the future. That is going to what's going to help you stand out. How much do so. you think you need to like invest? I know and I'm not going to quote you on money, you know, money for money, but like how much do I need to make that video or how much do they need to make the video uh what what kind of quality? Obviously, I know sound I've always heard is very important, uh, probably one of the most important things, but how how important is the professional video versus just a a nice cell video or nice iPhone video with a good, good sound. Yeah. So 
you can go both ways. I like to kind of have a professional video on the homepage and, you know, it just depends on, you know, whoever the videographer is and what they charge. Um, I would say the most important thing are the words. <laughs> what are the words you're actually going to say? So uh, that's kind of two things, but here's, here's the thing about self. A lot of people are intimidated by video. Now I have expensive video equipment and that's why I invested in that, but there's been a huge shift in the last three years. One is the camera that's in your pocket, that's on your cell phone is oftentimes more powerful than some of these little handheld cameras that people walk around with. And the thing about Facebook and Instagram, people are totally fine with very, what they call native looking video, video that someone just kind of holds up and talks right into. So when I do Facebook ads for my clients, I'll do like one professional shot video with my cameras, two cameras, you know, awesome, amazing sound. The lighting is like perfect. And then I'll do three videos of them. I'm like, all right, here's the script. The teleprompter's on the cell phone. Say these things, use your, use your phone, use your phone. And it just looks totally native in the Facebook and Instagram feed. Like it doesn't even look like an ad. So you can actually use both, both for your website. You could use your cell phone video or you could use a professional quality one. The thing is at the end of the day, the one who used video who utilizes video is going to win. So it can be super professional or it could just look uh, like you just picked up your cell phone and recorded yourself. But you also have to have the right content behind that too. Mm. So, yeah. Yep. That Does sense. that answer your question? Hopefully yes. that was yep. clear. <laughs> yep, it was. It was. So, and, and you brought up video um, uh, and, and putting video on your, on your homepage. Um, I'm kind of curious, uh, a lot of what you've done so far talk about, you know, attracting new clients or you know, really kind of focused on outreach. What about, um, I've heard some folks trying to use video to help educate their, their existing patients or maybe give them options on treatment choices, things like that. Is that something that you would put on the website and, and, and or would you give them the same advice along those lines? Yeah. So is this for new clients or existing clients? So I'd say existing clients. Yeah. So in my experience, a lot of, um, a lot of websites. So the majority of visitors probably come to your website are going to be people who are new clients or they come back to your website to log into the portal so they can get information or whatever the client back in. Right. You can obviously, you can absolutely use blog posts to leverage content that talks about those things uh, to help people make more decisions uh, based on that. What I would do is more importantly is make sure you get their email address and make sure you have an email campaign. So you could basically create one piece of content, one that's actually going to help people who are new coming to your website to actually help make those decisions because they, they need to be educated. And as you educate them, you become the authority, the trusted authority in that area. But then you can actually send people emails, like email blasts, and give them updates on certain things if they're experiencing, whatever it might be. But you basically have one piece of content that can serve your current client base and new clients, whatever it might be, um, as far as, a, as like a content strategy. Does that answer your question? It does. And, 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 um, and I can think of two things that we saw recently um, that we saw some people use video for, and I haven't gotten back to them. But one was, you know, as everybody switched in the pandemic to telehealth, mm. you know, yeah. putting, uh, <laughs> putting videos 
up to show patients how to get in, how to actually deal with the the telemed app was one yes. of the things that went up and went out. Um, Absolutely. And and a lot of those people were driven to the site by the schedulers, right? Not necessarily email, but you know, text or, or, or and some of it, you know, through their through the apps and through the portal. Um, yes. And um, and so you know, obviously the the bleed onto that is you know you've got somebody who's going down a clinical pathway and now they're at a point where you've got three different treatment options instead of having them come to the office and sit down and explain all three. Could you give them the the primer of here's your three treatment choices, kind of like your whole your initial spiel of you know give them a plan. Mm-hmm. Could you you know could you build something out and and is that a good use of the website or is or is that something you tuck behind the portal and kind of drive different? Yeah, you know uh, that's interesting. So I I immediately start thinking about HIPAA compliance and things like that because it would be really awesome if a doctor did a video and emailed it and just said. Hey, you have a you have decision making up. Here are some here are three things I want you to think about. And he just lays out a video right there through his phone and he emails it to them. You know, there's there's uh, video sites like BombBomb and stuff like that that you can just record videos. I do that all the time for my clients. I record videos all the time instead of writing long emails. I will record uh, personal personalized. Imagine that. Imagine if you got a personalized video from your doctor on how to actually make these decisions going forward. I mean, it's almost like having a visit, you know, like an in-person visit. Um, That would be, I mean, that's powerful. I think that would be absolutely, that'd be so powerful for the, for the patient to receive something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. That would be, and you would have a little bit of HIPAA to make sure you could send stuff back and forth. I guess you could put a link back to your portal, which would be... That's right. So you would probably yeah. upload, yeah, you'd upload that to your portal and then they would log, hey, you got a new message and you'd have to go through the 37 steps to log in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and find it. Exactly. Unfortunately true. Yeah, yeah. So, Alright, well, sorry to sidetrack you on that. Those are just no. a couple of burning things on my side. No, I think I think the more you can leverage video... It's, it's the future and it will set you apart. There's like, you know, I help a lot of private practices that are private pay uh, or self-pay. And one way we stand out from the competition is using video. So the more you can just use video. Uh, I have a therapist client who will take out their phone. They're play therapists and they work with kids, primarily like ages two to 12. And they'll meet with the parent first. And then the clinician will say, hey, can I, can I have your phone? I'd like to introduce myself to your child and show them a little bit about the room. So the child's not in there yet. That's just the parent consultation, the first one. And they'll leave a personalized message on their phone. Hey, Johnny, I'm really excited that you get to come and play with me. We're going to, you know, here's my room. My name is da, da, da. I'm really looking forward to seeing you next week. Man, the kids just light up. They are so excited. They are so excited to get that video from that. And it just breaks down all those barriers of the unknown and anxiety. I mean, there's so much anxiety when you walk into a doctor's office too. Like, what do I expect? I don't know. I just need to see a friendly face. And if you have a video of the doctors right there, or even the, the front office person or whatever, the video is just so powerful to utilize. Now, how do you, uh, you know, I'm going down a little bit in the weeds and asking you a sure. question on, okay. So if a doctor's getting ready, if their office is going to put up some video, they put it on YouTube or is that a bad, uh, way to go? Or what do you, uh, What's your recommendation c- currently? 
That's a great question. So if you're looking to rank on YouTube for uh, certain videos and keywords, and I've had success with that, it's just crazy. Uh, people go to YouTube and search. It's the second largest search engine in the world, and Google owns both the first <laughs> and the second one. Um, so YouTube's great if you kind of want to drum up business because Google will actually show local results in the search. Um, so if you're a local private practice, you know, brick and mortar, that's a great way. I've seen plumbers when I've had plumbing issues, plumbers show up on my local plumbers. It's pretty cool. Uh, that's one way to get business. The second thing is I, I act, I like to use, uh, services like, uh, Vimeo because here's the thing is, uh, Google will always recommend videos at the end of the video and they usually have nothing to do with your private practice. It's like what they recently saw, if it was like a cool guitar video or Harley Davidson motorcycle, and then people click on it and they leave your site. Like, it's, mm-hmm. like then you've lost them. I wanna keep them on the webpage. So you could, you could utilize both Vimeo and YouTube. You could put both videos up. I just like to try to keep clients on the website and not allow them to leave. And putting YouTube videos are fine, but uh, you're just gonna run that risk. I'd rather not have that distraction. So that makes sense. So, uh, <laughs> so now, now let's go, let's, 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 you almost took us on a sidetrack earlier, but let's go there. Uh, you were t- going to talk about how to find that, um, that right patient, you know? So for a urologist, if they're looking for, you know, that, that vasectomy patient mm-hmm. or trying to identify what they do, uh, you want to kind of elaborate on that? I know you were going to say something about that. Right. Yeah. So I, I take a lot of my clients through, it's like, what is your ideal client? And so that looks like, like, what's the, you know, obviously this would be a man, but is your ideal client a man or a woman? Are they married or singled? What's the approximate age of your client? Describe a little bit about their vocation. What does their workday look like? Uh, what are the presenting issues around uh, that your products and services can solve? So you just kind of dig down a little bit and get that what they call a client avatar. And once you have that, then you can start picking your photos and creating your copy, the words that you're going to use to put on your homepage to compel them to uh, purchase your, your uh, service, uh, your medical service. Um, so that's, that's really important. You want to get that right first. And then you start to move into the messaging and those things. So that's kind of how I work with identifying your client because, again, when someone lands on your website, you want to make sure that they feel like they've landed, right? Like, okay, I'm in the right place. You don't want to confuse them with images that don't look like them or text or copy that doesn't actually address the problems. You want to be able to connect with them in those first five seconds. And it's, it's really, you want them actually at the end of the day, you connect with them and you want them to start scrolling because that means they're not leaving, <laughs> leaving yeah. your website. That, that makes a lot of sense. And I know a lot of urologists out there have enough patients, uh, you know, that they don't have to really market their practices because there's enough mm-hmm. demand, there's a shortage of urologists, and that's going to continue. But, uh, but I'm sure they would like to attract their ideal patient over their non-ideal patients, you know, and based on what what their interest is as a urologist or what their expertise is or what they make uh, the the most return, the most reimbursement on, you know, those are, yes. uh, you know, that that's kind of so. So you're saying that the way you do that is identify the avatar and really market, and and set up your website to address and really speak to those people. That's right. I mean, if you if you work with like uh, 
with children, right? So if you work with children, then uh, you don't want to have pictures of adult men on your website, mm-hmm. right? You want to have pictures mm-hmm. of kids. And then all your copy is really around uh, the parents and educating the parents and those types of things. So mm-hmm. again, it's, you can do that pretty quickly with just a few you know, well-placed images. Um, but yeah, you, you, you really want to dial in that avatar. It's like that is the most important step. So I, ha- I put together um, this little free mini training series. And part of the first step is identifying your ideal client. Like that is the very first thing you want to do. And then everything else flows from there. Awesome. Uh, well, this has been excellent and really appreciate the information. Is there anything else you would like to add? Or Mark, do you have any other questions? Uh, so I can't think of any other ones. You've, I mean, you've definitely addressed quite a bit on some of these, and I know there's so much more that you could <laughs> probably drive into, but, um, trying to keep it as a, you know, as a high level quick piece. I think you've given out a lot and appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're welcome. Uh, this was a pleasure to be on it. I think, yeah, I think if there's anything that doctors can do is to, is to position themselves as the guide don't talk about yourself so much, but talk about the problems you solve. So when they land on your website, you, your website should be able to qualify your patients for you pretty quickly. So you're not getting those phone calls and you're like, actually, no, we don't do that service or we actually don't do that. And you're wasting your front office time and, you know, and things like that. So just, just a few things you can do to tweak your homepage. It will go a long way because at the end of the day, you want to help people. You want to make them feel like they're at home when they land on your way, like, all right, I'm in the right place. And there's that, that comfort that they get because they're coming to you because they probably, you know, they have a serious problem. They're in pain, they're in pain and you want to help them. And the first step is they're going to go to your website. They're going to go to website and you can actually start addressing their anxiety and concerns over what they're experiencing, the pain they're going through uh, by having just a homepage that just has a couple of those things that we talked about. So yeah, thank Very you good. for letting me be on your podcast. This is wonderful. You're welcome. And um, we will uh, put, and you'd mentioned a, a free training. We'll put a link to that on our episode page. So if you want to yeah. go to prsnetwork.com forward slash podcast, this is episode 11. And so we'll put a link to the free training and also uh, how you can get in touch with Brent if you have any more questions. And we'll give you his information on there as well. Um, anything else you want to say, Brent, uh, as far as contacting you or questions or any more resources that you have that we can share with them? Oh, thanks for asking. No, you just go to the website, uh, brandyourpractice.com. There is a, uh, that again, that free training is just kind of a three short, it's free. It's just three short videos that walks you through your ideal client, how to create that brand message, which I tell people is the brand message is your Hollywood script. They don't make a Hollywood movie until they have the words. And so you need the words on that. Uh, you need the, the, your brand narrative down. And then from there, you can create your, the words that you put on your website or create a marketing strategy or whatever it might be. But I just kind of walks you through those, those three steps. And um, I, think, I think it will grow your practice and it also help those who need your services find you. So, Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Thanks for uh, coming on today and sharing, sharing some good information with us. Oh, good. Well, it was a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Urology Coding and Reimbursement Podcast. 
where we help urologists and staff achieve peak economic and practice efficiency so there's time and energy to focus on patient care and a happy life. Special thanks to Carl Pinker for the music today. You can find his music under his record label, The Juicery, with extra pulp and special guests.